As we move from ski season to spring, it's time to get those mountain bikes out. Most ski families use season passes to make skiing more affordable and fun. If your family mountain bikes, there's a new way to save on those adventures too. Make the most of spring and summer in the mountains with Lone Pass, the premier North American mountain biking pass. Lone Pass gives you over 60 days of access to some of the best mountain biking destinations across the country. Use discount code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's Lone Pass today at LonePass.com. That's L-O-A-M-P-A-S-S dot com. Lone Pass is available in two versions, for kids ages 6 to 11 and the adult pass for ages 12 and up. The pass combines access to the most premier resorts, gets you into bike parks, and connects you to shuttle companies to get you where you need to be. It's the one pass you need to bring the best cycling to your family. Remember, you'll get two days at each of the resorts, parks, or shuttles, making the investment one that will pay off big. Remember to use code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's loan pass today. Welcome to the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Sarah. Each week on the Ski Moms Fun Podcast, we share laughs and lessons from ski moms ranging from industry experts to first timers. Our guests share their stories and tips to help you and your family get to the slopes happy and coming back for more. You'll feel included, invited, and celebrated every time you join us. The Ski Moms Fun Podcast is brought to you by Kitlender. Kids grow fast. You already leased your kids' skis for the season. Now you can lease clothing for the season two. Find details in the link in the episode notes. This week, we're joined by Mon Balan, founder of PlusSnow.com, as we talk about why ski moms of all sizes deserve to look cute on snow. Plus Snow has a special discount code just for Ski Moms Fun podcast listeners. Use code SKIMOMS for 10% off your order. This week, we're joined by Mon Balan, founder of PlusSnow.com, as we talk about why ski moms of all sizes deserve to look cute on snow. There she is. Hello. Hi. I'm, oh, Hi. I like, the, I like the gnome behind you. Yes. Gnomes, I don't know if gnomes are a big thing everywhere, but in Revelstoke, they are... Everywhere, you know, that's how they measure how much snow has fallen up in the mountains by norm. And so how old are your children? My kids are now 12 and 9. They both have skied since they were little. My daughter has been going on these fantastic backcountry skills courses with the Alpine Club of Canada. And they take her out in the backcountry and that's her favourite thing to do is to hike up the mountain and ski deep, deep powder and push other kids into tree wells and then dig them out and save them and and learn all about avalanche safety. It is a wonderful experience for them here to live in such a different place and culture and environment than, you know, back home in, in Melbourne, Australia. Why don't we jump in a little bit of your origin, how you came to the, the ski world? So my mum started a secondhand ski shop when I was a little girl and I kind of grew up in the back rooms and in change rooms after school and on weekends when mum was working. And it was a really fun shop, obviously, because it's all secondhand gear. And in Melbourne, Australia, where I'm from, 
it became an institution um, of a place where a lot of families would go um, for the first time and kid out their family um, with affordable gear. And that's essentially why she started. She thought she was just going to sit there and paint her nails all day and her friends could come and visit her. And she was just busy from the get-go. And then fast forward kind of 25 years later, I had children, big box stores had come along, internet shopping had come along. Things were getting trickier for the secondhand ski market. Fast forward another few years, My mum passed away and my husband and I had the decision, did we want to continue to work in the ski shop or did we want to do something else? You know, I'd always wanted to do something of my own. So I closed the ski shop down. Within two months, I had opened up a online only ski shop. So I created a retail store of only what I wanted. So I didn't want to have the nine to five and, you know, all the staff running around and I created a drop shipping ski business. And within that first winter, I was helping a customer with some plus size gear, which was a section on my website. And she said, you should have a website, just plus size snow gear. And I thought, that's a great idea. I mean, the biggest thing I found in communities online is that people contact me and they say, I've always wanted to ski. I just thought it wasn't for me. Or I didn't want to go through the pain of ski boots. I'm so nervous about my calves. You know, I tried it once and I had a really bad experience with the guy in the shop made me feel terrible. Or I skied in jeans and I was so wet and cold, I was miserable. Without the gear the market's not going to be there. And I'm going to tell you, Mon, this is not a secret to many people, but one of the fun parts of skiing for me is it's a opportunity. You know, I like looking cute on the slopes. Not going to lie. Yeah. I like skiing. Sure. I also love the fashion that goes along with it. <laughs> and we've seen such a renaissance in plus size celebration of style that I want them to be able to get, you know, just as kitted out as, as I am. Um, and that is, you know, it's super fun to look cute when you go get your, your apres ski drink or you're walking around Aspen. So now the shop plus you'll ship internationally. Right. So when COVID hit and I got really nervous about the Australian ski season being shut down and I decided to launch globally. So I have a .com.au site for Australians and New Zealanders and I launched a .com site which now sells globally and and any country in the world can, can buy my range. I saw, I was looking at the site, there's men's and women's. You go up to size 30 for women and 10XL for men. That is right. And so the sizes do vary and each different item, you know, I do a shop your shape um, situation on my website where people can give me their measurements and I tell them what will fit them and how it will fit, where it'll be tight, where it'll be baggy, you know, all that kind of thing. And I have found that some customers will buy a size 28 pant in one style and they'll be a size 20 in another. So it really varies quite a lot from brand to brand and even from style to style. There is no kind of standard size 20 or 2X. It's starting to be created, but it's it's slow on the uptake. And can you quantify in your experience the value of the, the plus size market? And are you still carrying sizes below 16? Like what do you consider a plus size? Is it now the dominant portion of your business? And um, you know, can, do you have economic turns around it? Not the really tidy ones, which is why I believe that that companies and brands haven't been making it because that data doesn't really exist. Based on my website, my Australian website, where I sell 
straight size gear and plus size gear, it's it's a bit tricky because I really focus on just plus size gear. So my sizes start really at size 18, which is an American equivalent of a 1X um, or a 2X in some brands, and then go all the way up. So a 2X and a 3X is my main top selling sizes. And then you get bigger than that and you get smaller than that, but that's kind of where the crux of, of the bulk of the customers are buying. In terms of economics um, and the market, that data just doesn't even exist. There is so little data around plus size because there's no real definition around it either. You know, this whole concept of BMI, it's completely inaccurate and out of date. So no one can, no one's done those studies to really get proper sizing data. Um, And it will only come, I believe, when companies kind of get that call from social media to to make the gear or the social proof that it's required. And then they test the market and the growth of the business and how much demand there is really. Because we know there was a study that uh, 68% of Americans are a size 14 or over, which means that more people are plus size than not. So where's the gear? Companies have been ignoring it. Yeah, I was reading some of those maybe from the same study. And the other piece of that that I thought was interesting was that, well, and I don't know how that this is for the overall apparel market, but I bet it either translates pretty closely to, to ski apparel, that 70% of women would be considered in the US would be considered plus size. That's 14 uh, and over in this study, but only 20% of apparel that's available is in plus sizes. So it's like a big disconnect, right? And it seems like even maybe less if you go in a ski shop. Let's take a quick break. Spring is here and we know even after the snow melts, ski moms love to play outside. Skeeta, our favorite Vermont outdoor accessory brand, has you covered as the seasons change. This spring, Skeeta is celebrating its 16th birthday with fresh prints like the pastel, whimsical, and plein air collection. Our favorite pieces include the throwback headbands. This headband is made to keep hair and sweat off your face. The single-ply design gathers neatly in the back for maximum styling. Wear it scrunched or lay it flat. It's your perfect partner for any activity where you want a great pop of color and style with minimal fuss. For sunny days, we we adore the Skeeta brim hat. This five-panel camp hat is the perfect grab-and-go companion. Made in a lightweight, water-repellent material, this hat is ideal for hiking, camping, and the beach. Whether you are cheering the kids on at a lacrosse game, exploring with your girlfriends, or simply walking in the woods with your loyal pup, Skeeta accessories are there to make Ski Mom life more fun. Save 15% off your order with code SKIMOMS15 at checkout. I think, yeah, I'm surprised that 20% would even be a number. I think if you went into a ski shop, can you even get a negative? Because so many shops don't have plus size. um, And what you're finding is a lot of people end up buying men's gear. So they're not finding it at all. Or what they do find just fits so badly because it's not actually made for them at all. I'll just share it because I was observing this. I was in a ski shop. Um, on Christmas Eve, and there was a woman buying a pair of ski pants that were the only uh, size that were, you know, her size. It was a, a plus size, and they had someone had spilled an entire cup of hot chocolate down them, but she was buying them anyway. It wasn't her who spilled them, and I thought 
that tells you, right? She's like, I don't care. I don't care if there's a whole thing of hot chocolate down these. They fit me right. and they're the only pair I'm going to find. And I'm buying them. fit her that well either. They probably just <laughs> yeah, probably up, didn't, you know. But it stood out to me, right? Because yeah. how often would you buy something in a store off the rack that has glass a cup of hot chocolate down it right it's very telling customer one day she was in my home so these customers would come from all over Melbourne and I had this lady she was going to New Zealand and she was going to the mountains in New Zealand in winter and she tried on a jacket that I'd pulled out for her and it didn't zip up it didn't do up and she's like this is fine I'll just wear a scarf I'm like but you're going to the top of a mountain and it's going to be snowing she said, but that's fine. I'll just have a scarf. And I just, I went out to my garage and I pulled her out of the size that was going to fit her and she did it up and she was so overjoyed. And it's that joy that really, it kind of brings me back to what my mum did when I was a little girl. You know, she was bringing accessibility to the sport to people that couldn't afford to go. They, they wanted to go, but they couldn't. And that's essentially what I'm doing with plus size people is, and I've found a real passion within myself in advocacy, not just to sell more gear. Obviously I want to, it's my business, but to try and get it available, not just brands making it, but advertising it, marketing it, putting it into stores talking to retailers about how to stock it in their store and promote it and be proud of it. Thank you to our sponsor, KitLender. KitLender is a fantastic option for those of us who are not yet regular skiers or who live in warmer climates. Instead of dropping hundreds of dollars, you can rent your ski or boarding apparel for a fraction of the cost. There are ski and boarding rental kits for women, men, and kids. The ki- kits are complete with a jacket, snow pants, gloves or mittens, goggles, and even winter boots. They have high-quality brands like Patagonia, Arcteryx, and Spider. It's so simple. Pick out your kit. The gear is shipped straight to your destination. Enjoy it and then ship it back in the pre-addressed packaging right from your hotel. Please use the link in our show notes to support our podcast when you use KitLender. And now back to our show. Do you think that people are judged when they walk into ski shops? Yes. I think from the very first moment that people walk into a ski shop, they're judged. There's the fat phobia that exists in society. They are seem to be either a very poor low-level skier or not welcomed at all. That fat phobia that exists in society causes judgment from the very first moment that other people see plus-size people. I just get so passionate about it because the injustice of it all just completely overwhelms me sometimes because it's that people have different genetics and different bodies And they're being excluded because of their size and they're being judged because of their size just from walking in the door or just from clicking on a pair of skis. I will Uh, say one of my favorite Vermont influencers is Myrna. She's known as the the Myrnavator. Isn't she fantastic? She's so fantastic. And I followed her because she's a runner, but she took up skiing 
during COVID. So it was her latest challenge. I mean, she's pretty much up for anything and just so joyous. And I was so happy. She's, she's black. She's plus sized. I mean, she's, and she's such a good athlete. I mean, she's run these like 50 mile races and a hundred mile races. So she's one of the people, when I talk about athletes who don't come in a package that you think is an athlete is, you know, the the market's completely missing out on because she's done amazing things. She just needs, you know, the right gear and the right invitation. I actually find it interesting now because I'm so, I'm a bit of a workaholic and I'm so passionate about this that, you know, everyone I follow on social media are all plus size. I have like my whole wall of women that inspire me are all plus size and they're all stronger than me and they're all fitter than me. And it really doesn't matter in my mind. Uh, Myrna, she bought a pair of pants off my website before last winter. Um, She was probably one of the first kind of customers that kind of found me internationally. I saw her name come up in an order. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's Myrna. Um, Yeah. Yeah, oh, my gosh. And then she's always tagging me. She paid full price for these. And uh, she keeps tagging me in all her ski pants. So anytime you see her and she's wearing black pants, they are my soft shell stretch ski pants. And the quality is amazing. The girl that makes my plus size um, soft shell ski pants are, there is no ski pant I've ever seen in America or any across the world that makes them as nicely as um, this girl, Janet, that makes these cartel pants. And Myrna always looks fantastic. Do you know what a Myrna tag is worth? I know, I know. It's in, in, in street market influencer yeah. value. You couldn't yeah. afford it, Mon, let me tell yeah. you that. <laughs> but it's really a shame that we're sidelining women because they just can't even start with the right gear. I mean, do you ever see, do you ever want to go stop people on the mountain if you see them in poorly fitting gear? <laughs> like, you oh. can do better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have for years, I have looked at women who are plus size and had this great desire to go up and have conversations. And it's just, there is no way to walk up to someone and come out with it. So I've reverted back to what you were saying is when they're wearing nice gear that seems to fit them well, it's, I love your jacket. What brand is it? That's so cute. The thing that I love is Obviously, you get on the chairlift and, you know, I live in a ski town, so I ski a lot and you get on the chairlift and you're chatting with people and, oh, what do you do and what do you do? And women get really excited. Non-plus size women get really excited. They're like, oh, I'm only a size 10, but I have to wear an extra large. I can't imagine what women bigger than me do. You know, all those kinds of conversations or they have friends who are plus size. I feel like it's something that women overall can get behind because even in straight size gear, no one's left enough room for bums and hips. It's such a big deal if you know what they're talking about, as opposed to Women who are normal size, it's not an issue. They're not even thinking about it. They're just thinking about what brand do I buy and can I afford that cute pant that I want? Uh, Whereas, you know, over half of women are not in that boat. I mean, every woman deserves to start her ski day feeling warm, comfortable, and confident. And there's just no place for the plus size community to feel celebrated in this way. I'm so glad that your, your site started, but I mean, I'm sure there's tremendous word of mouth on the mountain because I mean, I've skied with Sarah enough that we're always asking women, Ooh, where'd you get that cute coat or where'd you get that fun pair of ski pants? And I'm sure it's tenfold with the plus size community. Other women are going to gravitate to them and say, Oh, where did you get that? Uh, with my Shop Your Shape service where I, you know, get customers' details and then and then fit them, that helps people. But at the end of the day, 
plus size people should just be able to walk into their local ski shop and try on a bunch of stuff. And that that's the end goal is to effectively uh, strategize myself out of business and I'll just feel really good about it. And, you know, hopefully the next thing will pop up for me <laughs> as it did with this business. So when you're talking to one of the uh, apparel brands and, and working with them to make some of these plus sizes that aren't in their standard, you know, what are some of the challenges? Uh, like, is it is it technically challenging for them? Are there like, you know, prevents kind of every company from all the companies you said from doing this? Well, I had it really good to start off with because I worked with Australian brands that I already had a good relationship with that I'd already bought from. They knew me, I knew them. They've obviously got a smaller market. When you then take it to a bigger brand, for starters, I'm just like small fry, like who wants to talk to me? No one's really talking to me from these big companies. Oh gosh, there's so many reasons why when I went to trade show in 2019 in Denver, I spoke to the people at uh, Patagonia and they said, look, where our factories are already at 95% capacity. If we were going to add a plus size range, we could only add a size. And then if we were going to add a size, we would have to take a size away from something else. So basically, they're basically saying, we're already doing well. We're at full capacity. We're at economic kind of beauty. Why upset the apple cart? So they're not chasing it. But the brand that that is really making headway and is going to make a huge bit of noise next year is Outdoor Research. And they've been talking about this extended uh, plus size line that will be dropped for next winter. And I did my buy for Australia. I was so excited because some brands won't sell to me in Australia. Australia is too small of a market. But in America, at Outdoor Research, uh, they've developed this line. They've done it with a bunch of plus size people from the community, different shapes. They're doing their fit testing and all that kind of thing. And what they're doing is they're bringing out a proper range. You know, they've got a bib shell pant. They've got a ski pant. They've got a shell jacket. They've got rain Gore-Tex jackets. They've got hiking pants. They've got a full plus size line. And yes, their pants are only black and navy this year. But if we buy them now and and the fit is right and the thigh is big enough and the waist cinch is in enough and it's based on real plus size bodies, they'll get that momentum and they'll get that loyalty from the plus size community. But there's a bunch of reasons. You know, you're talking about technical fabrics costing more. Plus size people get really annoyed when gear for them is more expensive in their size, which doesn't make as much sense when you're talking about a slinky dress or a pair of leggings. But when you're talking about technical fabrics and seam sealing and bigger zips, and it does cost more to make bigger gear. And they have to have enough demand. And because no one's been making it, there's not enough demand. And because there's no gear out there, not enough people are actually getting outdoors and trying these sports. So so when will this outdoor research line, that'll be for next 20 20- 22 or that's dropping in they've already got some plus size gear but it's not this really beautifully designed inclusive sizing Mm -hmm. um so they just kind of sized up from the regular sizes this is plus um so that's dropping in for me it's dropping in august uh for the for the upcoming winter that but i'm not sure what other um because I've never bought outdoor research before in Australia um, because they haven't done plus size. So, you know, I will learn as I go along. But even the local ski store here in uh, there that run it and they're putting in, you know, they know me and I've made a little bit of noise in town about size gear and they're going to put 
some of their lines in and you know she you know what what do I buy and I told her the bell curve and I said just just buy color cell you know plus size people have never had the opportunity to on the slopes I mean it's not even been in their realm of you look cute they just can either go skiing and have something that fits them or is water um so it will be really exciting they can feel cute and I think a lot of my my that um and that's why you know customers are happy I've got but I just want more if I can get more people will buy more and what I'm really trying to get at is the brands the big brands I don't want to make my own gear I want Arcteryx to make plus size gear I want Volcom I want Roxy I want Patagonia that's where plus size people really deserve at all women deserve to be able to you know put on some gear and feel great exactly what you said Well, we absolutely adore what you're doing. And I now consider myself an advocate for the plus size community as well. And we will. I'm part of the community because I am a genuine advocate and I have genuine passion for it. So slowly over time, these other movers and shakers and active athletes in the plus size community have come to understand that I'm, even though I'm kind of like an outsider, I'm not because, you know, we're all on the same side and we're all supporting each other. Thanks so much for listening. Head to the show notes to get all the details about what we discussed here on the podcast. And don't forget, Plus No has a special discount code just for Ski Moms Fun podcast listeners. Use code Ski Moms for 10% off your order. A huge thanks to our growing Ski Moms community. To help more moms find this podcast, please rate and review our podcast. This will help us get to the top of the search engine list. Thank you, and thanks, Snow. No one works as hard as a ski mom. With Mother's Day right around the corner, we want to remind everyone to shop the Ski Moms gift guide for the best ideas. These are the gifts we want to give and get for Mother's Day. Prices range from under $10 for simple treats like notepads to big splurges like a new boot bag. Remember, the big day is Sunday, May 12th, so you want to shop now to make sure everything gets there in time for mom. Visit the SkiMomsFun.com gift guides page or click the link in show notes to see our picks for this year. Make it easy for your kids, partner, or spouse, and just forward them the link. Or better yet, treat yourself to something from our expertly curated Ski Mom wish list. Remember, visit SkiMomsFun.com and look for the gift guide page. Mm-hmm.